International. Everybody, welcome to Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the podcast about liars, frauds, hucksters, and bullshitters. Uh, I'm your host Pat Soroyce. With me today is my co-host Kath Barbadoro. Hi, I'm good. That's I'm excited to hear about some fucking grift today. Yeah, some grift, some graph. <laughs> We're gonna get into some shindiggery and just uh, all around scheming. Uh, how you doing, Kath? You doing? Uh, you good? I'm good. I'm good. We That's record these on a Saturday, so I feel like we're always both hungover. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, how I'm doing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I had a bit of a late one last night. Sidebar was was a thumping. <laughs> <laughs> it actually wasn't. That was, I was just drinking. <laughs> well, then uh, you had to walk around because someone was going to oh, give you a ride yeah. home. <laughs> and then he couldn't find his car and decided it was stolen. Lost his car. Lost yeah. his car and then decided it was stolen. Called the police uh it's not stolen guys he parked it somewhere else so <laughs> fucking false stop alarm the stop the, yeah <laughs> yeah i uh that was as soon as he was like man what to call the cops i was like well i'm gonna get the fuck out of here i'll see you guys later all right yeah but um yeah you know i feel good today i feel like myself i certainly don't feel like anybody else good unlike the subject of today's yeah. story uh joseph manuela uh, this gentleman here is a uh, Robert De Niro lookalike, professional impersonator. Actually, did some body double work for him, and uh, eventually just went off the rails and went rogue. Yeah, went rogue. Yeah, and forgot where Joseph Manuela ended and Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro began. So uh, let's go ahead and kick it off here. Uh, Joseph Manuela was born in Brooklyn Heights in Brooklyn, New York in 1952. Uh, other than deciding to call himself Joe, he didn't do anything noteworthy until 1976 <laughs> when the public, as he calls it, a lot. He always calls, he's, oh, I do this thing for the public. Yeah. Uh, the public noticed that he had a gift. Uh, the movie Taxi Driver. His gift been, was looking a lot like Robert. Yeah, yeah. That exactly, was the that, gift. That was his gift. He looks a lot like a famous guy. Yeah, that's uh, a genetic lottery. Just yeah. like, reached in the hat and pulled out De Niro. I wonder like because robert de niro is from new york too right yeah 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 they, i wonder uh, if they are like distant relatives or something they have like some, some of the same dna yeah fucking uh fucking vito corleone was out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah it's so a taxi driver had been released later that same year and people were starting to notice that joe looked a lot like the movie's young star robert are you talking to me de niro <laughs> aka bobby d aka young vito aka odg or old dirty grandpa so <laughs> uh, the resemblance was uncanny as joe puts it we had matching dna's <laughs> we have matching dna's <laughs> we have matching dna's yeah I, I, that's so funny uh in the 1980s joe found himself in hollywood he was scoring small parts in a few independent films working as a stunt man mainly just throwing that beautiful body downstairs and shit uh in 1996 joe landed the job that would change his life forever he was picked so to wait be, wait yes so he he went to hollywood and he was working as a stuntman. Was he working on Robert De Niro's stuff? Yes. That, okay. that, that's what that would come to play. Uh, he just he played them cards right. Uh, and he actually got cast as the body double for Robert De Niro in the sports thriller stalker drama The Fan. 
Uh, but not so not until 1996. Not like he until was Yeah, he was actually just working and uh, he not has a, De Niro related. Yeah, he has a few entries on his IMDb uh, that go back uh, pre De Niro. Okay. Um, they're mainly just uh, things like dude in background, like you know, yeah, yeah, guys yeah. standing around. Yeah. Um, however, guys go, standing <laughs> around. Guys standing around. Number what one. What a sad credit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I just would just stand around. Yeah, yeah. Just stand around, man. All right, cool. Um, What's my motivation? Yeah. <laughs> love standing around. <laughs> You're afraid that ground underneath your feet is gonna take off and you know, just fucking <laughs> wrestle it to the ground. What is ground? Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it, through his IMDb, will show us that he actually is uh, starred in two movies. Where where his role was a Robert De Niro impersonator in the movie and the plot of the movies was uh, people who were making a movie and wanted like if we don't have a big name we're not gonna get taken seriously nice and they got a Robert De Niro impersonator sure he was in two movies where that's the plot <laughs> uh, they clearly like met him and were like how can we make this a thing yeah exa- yeah like he, you know I'd say he's starting to get typecast yeah, <laughs> like, yeah a little as, bit he's getting typecast as a Robert De Niro lookalike crazy how that happens uh so yeah in addition to stunts joe also stood in for de niro during coverage shots and crowd scenes it should however be noted that he did not stand in for de niro during scenes where de niro was playing baseball that was former san francisco giants catcher mike sadek so oh. yeah everybody have you ever can, seen that movie i've no, i don't think i've ever I've not seen, i remember thinking movie. it was cool when i was a kid it seemed interesting but uh it was uh, a fan. i'm sure it was an r movie and that was a no-no at the time <laughs> I don't have any, I don't have many no-nos anymore but I'm, I'm good to go you, you can watch R-rated movies now? I can watch R-rated movies oh congratulations now. and I, I cuss a storm you know don't even <laughs> I go crazy uh the fan was a commercial and critical failure, but uh, Joe must have done something right because he was immediately cast as De Niro's body double again in Great Expectations, which was released in 1998. After that, the, uh, the double work dried up, but Joe had found the next best thing. He, at this point, he had discovered the world of celebrity lookalikes and being a Robert De Niro impersonator. Well, we like we were discussing this earlier. Like The reason that his body double work dried up is because he, he stayed thin and De Niro got kind of chubby. Yeah, exactly. That's what, if you look at him, he looks like if uh, like Godfather Two or like no, no, like Taxi Driver De Niro grew old and never gained a fucking other yeah, pound. Yeah, like he stayed kind of wiry. Yeah, like yeah. he did, if he didn't get rich and didn't get yeah, good yeah, food he to could eat start all the time. eating like bolognese, or <laughs> 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 you know, and all the gabagoo. Yeah, I'm so, uh, I'm looking him up so I can look at his look at his uh, De Niro ish face. Yeah. Now, but anyway, so he is he is now plugged into the world of Robert De Niro lookalikes. Uh, or celebrity celebrity lookalikes in general. Uh, he uh, he says he played a lot of Italian and Jewish weddings, which yeah, I, okay. I'm I'm looking at pictures of him now. It it is pretty striking. Yeah, it's now that he's older, he his hair is different. Like he lost his hair in a different way. Yeah, but like in the face, yeah, it's it's striking yeah yeah it's it's uh he's he's definitely not just out there uh half-assing it you know yeah um so yeah he uh he found this world he said he did a lot of uh a lot of stuff on the italian and jewish wedding circuit because that's a circuit sure um, yeah because <laughs> you know you go out jewish weddings huh Jewish weddings, yeah. Do, yeah. Why? I think cause it's the it's the East Coast, and I think that sensibilities up there, just like you'll never believe what Paulie did. He got the, the the Robert De Niro lookalike at the wedding. Yeah, I guess I, there's a lot of overlap. Yeah. We're both from the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm from Texas. I lived up there for a little bit. Yeah, I always have to represent. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. That's I could just see this money being like, oh my god, you won't believe his fucking wedding. He had a fondue fountain, and there was a guy who looked like Robert De Niro. You could shake his hand, take a picture with him. It's <laughs> completely like like that's classy so my friend did get for her uh 
bachelorette party she got and this was like two or three years ago <laughs> she got an austin powers impersonator what? to come to her bachelorette party <laughs> and like the pictures from it are fucking awesome that's tight like, as fuck yeah <laughs> i'm t- sure that guy was thrilled yeah. to have some work yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> things really dried up for me or i'd say around 2003 yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. so it is. It is a thing, even if it's just for irony purposes, like yeah. friend. So, well, you know, this in this industry, it goes from like, uh, it, like all the way down, like street performers, who I guess there's really no fucking quality control there. You can sure. just be anybody you want to. Uh, it's sort of like those like uh, people who stand outside like the Grauman's Chinese Theater in like the off-brand yeah, superhero yeah, yeah, costumes, yeah. <laughs> like that. But it's exactly, your face. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder if like he got to do it like that, and then like later on, his career is feeling threatened. He's like, I'll never go back to standing on that street dressed like iron man <laughs> uh so yeah so he uh, he got to this he was making that he said 1500 bucks a pop for the appearances nice uh from all the accounts all the accounts business was booming right out of the gate there's a huge market for celebrity lookalikes uh you know they go uh, all the way down he worked with a bunch of guys uh one of the ones that i saw an interview with which is the saddest thing you'll ever watch on youtube it's an interview with him and a james gandolfini lookalike and they Ooh. just yeah they're just slimy like your phone just looks greasy as fuck when you watch it like uh i i do want to point out while we're talking about this i'm italian and i sanction all of this anti-italian <laughs> oh, slander. Yeah, yeah. so oh, man. just before anyone gets offended it's oh, fine yeah. we're I greasy forgot, people i forgot they had feelings no and i don't mean, I don't mean by <laughs> them i'm not saying that they're, they're, they're racially greasy they are just like lifestyle they're, choice greasy yes yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. just like they have like that sleaze just kind of flying yeah off well them. i mean especially like if you're a james gandolfini lookalike who isn't james gandolfini <laughs> you're a fucking creep yeah that's like, a giant red flag yeah <laughs> that's not a good look yeah if you're if you're if you're not James Gandolfini or an actual mob boss, like you, right, you don't, right, right. yeah, if you're just that and have nothing behind it. Uh, so yeah, and he, he's in it, and like the lady asks him, she goes, "Do you have fun being Tony Soprano?" And he goes, "Oh uh, yeah, of course I do. It's the most fun you can have with your clothes on. It's so oh. fucking gross." Yeah, <laughs> that's where the grease comes in. Yeah, you know I. Uh, to all fine Italian people out there, I believe you guys are grease free until you choose to live the lifestyle <laughs> of your just, ancestors. Yeah, of your ancestral <laughs> homeland. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I remember like when I moved to the East Coast, not knowing anything about East Coast shit. I remember my first show was it was uh, Ash Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I went on stage and I for like two or three minutes, I was like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" There's people with ash on their head. With ash on their head, and you're yeah. like, "What are these dirty fucking yeah. people?" <laughs> <laughs> Trash, garbage, fucking Orwellian motherfuckers, or Dickensian. That's what I'm Dickensian yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> mixed up my guys. Anyway, so back on track. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, so uh, he also worked with, uh, with uh, fake Joe Pesci's, fraudulent Tom Cruise's, uh, bullshit Tony Soprano's. Um, you know, he'd finally found a yeah, job. Yeah, I'm a bullshit Tony oh, Soprano. Bullshit Tony Soprano. Hey, is that even a real cigar? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he had finally found a job that allowed him to showcase his totally accidental God-given talents. Uh, <laughs> it was somewhere in this period between 1998 and 2001 that Joe started to wonder about, you know, the extent of his abilities, like how far he could take them. Sure. Uh, people at his paid gigs always commented how he mirrored De Niro almost exactly it is, it is pretty striking and uh, this of course meant that he was often mistaken for the actor and he had everything to gain from that and nothing to lose really because uh, you know he's Joe Manuela so he started like he kind of this is where he breaks kind of like uh, and goes rogue and as we said kind of goes off the map a little bit uh, he starts getting like hotel discounts 
as Robert De Niro going to like these like small towns because he plays a lot of like places in like upstate New York and sure, like you yeah. know, like, New England and shit. So he's like going to these smaller towns and he's getting uh, hotel rooms, but he's not getting nice ass hotel rooms. Like it's literally like Howard Johnson Holiday Inn, Red Roof right. Inn, and instead of like two twenty five for the suite, he's getting it for like twenty five bucks <laughs> or or agreeing to pay for it at a later date and then not paying for it. Right. So he's like leaving. He's like, I'm good for it. I'm Robert De Niro. Yeah, like, he's I'll fucking, send you a check. Yeah, he's tearing through just like the northeast. <laughs> northeastern part of america uh you know he's like getting free meals and this is where it starts to get uh uh really dangerous he starts meeting ladies mm-hmm. you know and, and uh, ladies they love bobby d you know and uh and he he's definitely as definitely hooked up with some ladies that were under the impression that he was robert de niro that's a, a big part of the files or the charges levied at him so that's fucking creepy yeah that's that's not great i yeah you don't um i feel like that is a thing that dudes who look like famous dudes often do. Yeah, I see, I feel like a, you're if you're I'm not a shithole of a person, you would be like, hey, I kind of look like that guy, right? Isn't that kind of cool? And that's right. your it's in. your it's your conversation. Starter. Yeah, that's your in. But if you're if you're not a good person, then you're just like, dude, I I fucking am that guy. Yeah, and it's especially like one thing you look like Robert De Niro. Like Robert De Niro is a pretty handsome man. That's that's fine. It's it's another thing if you're like. Yeah, I'm Jerry Garcia or something. Yeah. Like you're just like a <laughs> gross like <laughs> who's only getting fucked because he's that guy. Because yeah, he's yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah, it's not like yeah. he's not attractive at all. Oh man, I wonder if like anybody is because uh, this would give me hope if anybody's like pulled a Chumley fan down, you know, like from Pawn Stars. <laughs> <laughs> just some fat slob pulled was like a Chumley fan. <laughs> yeah, it's some fat slob was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. I work at the pawn shop. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just now imagining the type of person who would be like i'm gonna fuck the guy from <laughs> pawn star like that that's your like you're in, yeah. you're into that because yeah. you're like he's on television yeah like, yeah, ugh. yeah yeah oh i'm sweet so sad yeah. <laughs> yeah that's uh don't that's, <laughs> like look pat and i we are probably at best tangential to the entertainment industry, <laughs> but like, I feel like we've seen enough of that. Like, yeah. be, like just don't, it's not worth it to fuck yeah, a like yeah. marginally famous person. Yeah. It's really not. I like, man, when you like, yeah, when you hear about just like people just stroll through town and they're like, just like the, the circumstances in which they normally fuck people are kind of dubious sometimes. Yeah. Dubious. Yeah. That's, that is the word I would use. Yeah. Just, I mean, I guess if you're, if, if you really are just like I'm doing this for the story of it then like good you know what you're getting into yeah. but like if you think anything is gonna come out of it for you at all except like listen to this funny thing I <laughs> yeah, did yeah, yeah. just just don't do it yeah it's sad I will say I know this is off topic but it made me think of it when I last time or a few years ago I was in New Orleans with a friend of mine and uh, it was for a comedy festival she wasn't a comedian she was just hanging out with me and she went home with this guy who he told he, he told her he, she, he was an actor and he was here to film a movie yeah. and she was just like I'm sure it's a fucking student film. Like she just like, he was cute and yeah, they went home yeah, together. Yeah. It wasn't like because of that. And then she found out like two days later that he was the star of that movie. Um, Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. Oh, he shit. played Abraham Lincoln in that. And he, cause she, he was like telling her about this movie. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm in a movie called Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. And she was <laughs> she like, like, okay, whatever. Oh like my God. you have a mini bar in your hotel. That's why I'm here. Like yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. And then was like, oh, that's like actually a movie. <laughs> 
anyway, so funny. Funny story. Anyway, back yeah. to this guy yeah. who is again fucking people under dubious circumstances. Yeah, dubious at best. Uh, <laughs> also, just a, a tangential as well. Um, when that movie came out, uh, one of my open mic jokes at that time, I was like, uh, "I'm writing a sequel to Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter called John Wilkes Booth Abraham Lincoln Hunter." <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty proud of that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, um, so he's doing this. He, he's 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 leaving a, a wake of just a pissed off hotel owners and, and jilted broads in his fucking in his background. You know, just not doing it right. Uh, but then, like, shit came to a fever pitch in 2000 when Joe decided, you know what, I want to parlay this success as a lookalike into like a full blown Hollywood cliche. He was going to make a movie. That was what he decided he wanted to do uh, because nobody wanted to make a movie with Joe Manuela, he was going to make that goddamn movie as Robert De Niro. So <laughs> he, he wrote a script. It's a Vietnam War flick. Uh, it's about two brothers from the Deep South who get drafted into the military. Okay. And uh, now he wanted to shoot it um, in a mockumentary style was the best way I could fucking... Just, there's not much information out there about mm-hmm. this project. But sure. I, yeah, <laughs> but I understand it's like a documentary thing, which is funny because it's Vietnam and there weren't like documentaries. You know, there, I guess there were, but it wasn't like people are in Iraq now with cameras and shit all the time. That's <laughs> a, so that's just weird. But... Um, yeah, so we wanted to do that, and uh, he needed a place to shoot it, and so he found a guy named Julius Leonard. Uh, Julius Leonard is just a sad tale of a guy. A he, fucking, a mark. Yeah. This yeah, man a mark, is a mark. A mark-ass trick. Like, this, this, <laughs> this trick-ass mark is just sitting there, and he has what Joe needs, which is, uh, Joe needs his, this guy owns a Vietnam War Museum. Uh, it's like in, in upstate New York somewhere. He, uh, it's not like a, it's like a roadside kind of attraction. Yeah, deal. it's like his, like the bottom floor of his house. Or yeah, something. yeah, it's yeah. It's like one of those. And it's a passion project he started. Sure, he, his, he's like a memorabilia collector. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And so he started it actually uh, in, when his brother was killed in Vietnam. And that was the inspiration at least. Aww. So his brother was killed in Vietnam. It's like, it's like that bar in Austin, Lala's. We're like, have you ever heard that story about Lala's? No. So Lala's is a is a Christmas themed bar. It's a year round Christmas themed bar, yeah. and it's like the story about it. I don't know if it's true. Is that like they had a, a kid who died? Oh, I shit. think in Vietnam, maybe not. Uh, but like around Christmas, and he was going to come home for Christmas, and that's why they keep it Christmas themed all year round. Oh, so. Man this museum is like that yeah 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 this is and like lala's is also like very sort of like rinky dink like yeah. kitschy yeah exactly yeah so this is like the lala's of the sometimes fucking- grief takes over the form of a roadside attraction <laughs> and thank god for that yeah yeah exactly yeah grief <laughs> has taken far worse uh forms <laughs> yeah. than a roadside attraction so uh yeah so uh Joe approaches Julius Leonard, but he doesn't actually approach him. He sends one of his associates uh, using the name Randy Whiteman, which uh, authorities have noted they believe was an alias. Shocking. <laughs> Randy Whiteman? You mean that was a fucking... <laughs> that's literally Randy Whiteman. Uh, Randy he, appro- Whiteman. he approached Julius Leonard uh, and he talked to him about wanting to shoot, uh, build a set basically uh, around his fucking museum and shoot a movie there. Uh, as soon as he drops Robert De Niro's name, fucking, uh, you know, uh, Julius is just like on board. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's ready to do it. He's a big De Niro fan. Uh, he said he was one of his favorites. And um, so they got immediately to work building this set. It had like underground tunnels and like helicopter launch pads and shit. And uh, dude ended up spending like 30 grand of his own money. Uh, so $30,000 building it. And uh, you know, when you do something like that for Robert De Niro and you have to put up your own you, money yeah, you put up the, 30, the movie. The, the 30 grand. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, this is what we were talking about earlier. Like he, uh, 
at this point he's having like day to day like uh, interaction with this dude and one thing you need to say about Joe Manuela is he does not have the mole so yeah. the mole's drawn on so Julius sad soul I feel sorry for the guy he's getting duped on the daily by a yeah. fucking drawn on mole a drawn on mole that like <laughs> it can't be in the exact same spot it's, every day you know, it's, you, there's no possible way that it can yeah and Julius is just like man I don't know about that wandering mole on his face it's kind of making my doubts real flare but up but then maybe maybe you're like at that point you're just like well maybe robert de niro draws on his mole. yeah you know like <laughs> yeah he's like you know they say never meet your heroes you know yeah <laughs> like yeah, he's kind of a dick and he yeah. draws his mole on he snaps at me and i think he day drinks a lot yeah <laughs> i mean it is like like john waters draws on his mustache so like maybe yeah, you really? just think yeah 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 Man, why did i say that like it was shocking like, you can tell me anything <laughs> about that guy and i'd be like uh, what like, yeah, all right so yeah i i mean that's the i feel like that's the only plausible explanation is he yeah. knew but he thought also robert yeah. de niro had like or maybe i this is what i would do if i were this guy if i were uh, joe manuela i would be like oh i had to get the mole removed because my doctor was yeah, worried about it or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. but it's my trademark so now i draw it on yeah. like that's what i would say oh man and leonard would have just teared up like man you're out there putting your body on the fucking line for us every day <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah he's just oh man what a slime ball man like would you have to keep up a, like when part of your daily i think everybody everybody has a level of dishonesty they enter the world with sure. you know on, on a daily basis but if the lie that you got to keep up is like if, if among your lies is face mole location like yeah. you're off the grid man fucking come back God, i wonder get, get back in the fold i wonder how many like women he slept with who like they went home and then his mole like rubbed off <laughs> and they're like no <laughs> so sad oh man that's that's crazy well you know there's other things fueling julius's doubt um you know at what because they at one point uh they were buying supplies and it came out to three hundred dollars and uh uh Louis, julius didn't have his uh his cash on him so he asked if denier or he asked if fucking joe yeah could pay for it and he snapped at him over three hundred dollars and got like super pissy about it that he had to pay for it yeah yeah so there was that's, that uh, then that's this a is sign. one thing this is shitty is uh a part of the payment was julius asked that they uh write a scene in the movie about his brother's death in, in vietnam and they were like they obliged him right and they also went out and like drank with him at it at the vfw and met all his friends and shit so Ugh. yeah yeah so that that that's go that's going on for a while and then they do one day of shooting using a 16 millimeter camera and a handful of it this was quoted in the thing actors so who knows what cast of fucking heroes joe manuela produced for the day of the shoot yeah but uh so on that day uh at the end of the day of filming julius caught uh joe manuela trying to steal some of the props (laughs) (laughs) and that was what terminated their business relationship uh and at this point i don't i'm not clear if he knew that he wasn't De Niro at that point because it sounds like they only go back and talk to him when he gets eventually caught. They go back right. and talk to this guy. Right. And so I think maybe he was just like, fuck man, De Niro stole my fake cannon. And then he's like, De Niro's on the news. Like, like oh shit, that wasn't De Niro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wonder at what point he realized. I mean, I feel like it's probably this is and this is pure conjecture but like he probably knew in the back of his mind and was just trying to convince himself yeah that like, yeah like no maybe he's just a little cheap or like yeah. maybe you know like 
he chins hasn't it. yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know Oof. yeah well that'd be so like i don't know it's just so weird like you you want to think you'd react differently but i guess it's like people when they say like people join cults you're like i'd never do that but then, right like, and it's just very sort of smart a slow, people do it yeah. a slow sort of like erosion of your resistance yeah, to it and yeah. like and you it's just like a matter of wanting to believe and so like if you want to believe that this guy is Robert yeah, De Niro, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. convince yourself. <laughs> I, yeah, I do that all the time about a lot of things. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, everybody does. But uh, so, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, yeah, so uh, Julius at that point ended all contact with Joe and his team, and uh, you know the filming never resumed. So that project is in limbo hell, as they call it in the industry. <laughs> um, limbo hell? No, it's not limbo hell, is it? Production hell. Development hell. Development hell. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, I, I haven't been in the industry in a while. I haven't stopped by. <laughs> um, this didn't slow Joe's roll one bit, though. Uh, some fraud- Through some fraudulent documents, he was able to secure a credit card under the name Robert De Niro. So this just, like, gassed up his fucking act and kind of cranked it into overdrive. And I, I, it's kind of similar like, when serial killers, they have, like, their berserker mode. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is Joe Manuela's berserker mode. It's <laughs> this time period right here. Aside from something that's going to happen very soon, that's also his berserker mode. He's, he but he's, he's kicking it up. Yeah, yeah, idea. yeah, yeah. At this point, he's cashing all his chips. Is, yeah, it's like, coming out. Yeah, uh, he's going to do it till he's dead or in jail. <laughs> 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 so uh, now he's yeah he's now the the, the it starts um, the 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 antics you know pick up. He's like doing more hotel shit, more restaurant shit, uh, not paying people. Now it's starting to pick up by the media and it's being ran as though Robert De Niro is doing this. And it's it makes being it, a cheapskate. It's being a cheapskate. Yeah. And it, it mainly and I remember reading it about it like because this was always present in my house is the Globe and the Inquirer and the, mm-hmm. the Star. Yeah. My mom and my grandma are big fans of those publications. <laughs> and I remember re- initially reading about this in that and it was literally like uh Robert De Niro is going around in all these fucking places and taking people's cash and they just being an asshole. Yeah. And uh, they were like, yeah, he's really like falling off the rails and shit. And then uh, De Niro gets wind of it. You know, he's because he, he reads Star too and, <laughs> and Globe and Inquirer. So I'm he, sure. He gets wind of it and he gets his fucking private detective and his lawyer, his private investigator and his lawyer. Uh, and their names are fun. Where are they at? Uh, investigator Rich DeSabatino and his lawyer Tom Harvey. Those just sound like the most are, least bullshit dudes of all time. I would absolutely watch a procedural drama about this yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Just Robert De Niro's yeah. legal team. Yeah. That's a good fucking show. Yeah. DeSabatino and Harvey. Like, <laughs> yeah, tune in next week. DeSabatino kills a guy and Harvey gets laid. And that's like pretty much what happens every week. Like, DeSabatino murders a man and Harvey gets his group. It's on. like Charlie's Angels where you hear De Niro's voice <laughs> yeah. over the radio giving them advice like he's the Bosley like you never see him I get the fucking like credits opening up and featuring Robert De Niro just as a phone yeah 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 oh I would love that yeah oh man what that actually should have been fucking Joe's project but (laughs) the dude lacked vision although he was he describes himself very often as a self-starter I just thought that was funny that's that's hilarious yeah. your entire life is based on someone else's life yeah. you're like i'm a real I'm a like independent yeah. thinker self-starter yeah. i'm an entrepreneurial type oh this dude's gonna show up at fucking um uncle crazy's real soon oh, yeah. yeah yeah he is oh dude be on the lookout for joe because he has a live act you can yeah. he has a live act where he does a, a bunch of uh, de, uh joe pesci songs which joe pesci has songs by the way yeah he world. was a he was a um like a crooner before yeah. he was a, an actor yeah, and he has a song called Yo Cousin Vinny, and that was what Manuela <laughs> he also, named his Does live he do the show. rap? I, I'm assuming Joe, he does. Because Joe Pesci has a rap song. That's Everyone should look tight. this up. 
Joe, it's what? if we if production could put this in, I don't know if we'd get in trouble, but yeah. it's it's really fucking good. Yeah. It's a digit daddy kitchen. It's a digit daddy kitchen. It's a digit daddy kitchen. With the stash, treat all my bras like trash. You'll catch a blast if you move too fast. I talk with class, you don't have to ask. Getting everything by flashing cash. Fighting and stealing, don't kill without feeling. So I went in casinos before they start dealing. All about respect and intellect. Only mess with the women that pick up the check. Two supermodels, one on each arm. One chick's brunette, the other was blonde. I heard their fathers had stocks and bonds. So I whacked them both and left them floating in a pond. Custom made clothes from head to toe. Catch Joe at the fight sitting in the first row. Everybody follows when I'm ready to go. No need to show off, they already know I'm a wise guy. I'm a wise guy. But uh, so yeah, so they they uh, they get wind of they start doing some investigating. They find out really quick. Like, hey, imagine them being like, "It's your old body double from the fan." And you're like, uh, what? That's like the plot of the fan. Right? Yeah, it's that like you have <laughs> like yeah. a creepy yeah. like stalker guy. Yeah. And and like they said, this dude would like chop cigars and like do like the whole fucking shtick. Like he was like yeah. hamming it up. It was like you were seeing a community theater De Niro. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so they, they they set up a sting for him, and the sting is literally nothing more than just. Uh, they just book him for a gig. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> they they promise him. him a hot meal and he yeah, shows yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, like a fucking stray cat. Yeah. <laughs> they say they're going to like buy him some Denny's. And yeah, it's a yeah. Sting. So they just book him. They're like, hey, you want to come down and be fucking uh, De Niro for this, you know, a Jewish wedding? And he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes, it's in Middletown, New York. It's at a Holiday Inn. Now, meanwhile, while this is happening, he is staying on a discounted room at a Howard Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, so yeah, so he goes over there and he, he walks in and he just walks in and instead of a fucking the public, it's a fucking uh, a bunch of officers and our two old friends, Harvey and DeSabatino, baby. Hell yeah. Ready to put a, throw the fucking book at him. And uh, they said all he could manage to say before he was hauled off to jail was, what's all this about? And like a De Niro rasp. At that point, he was charged with criminal impersonation and he was held overnight, but eventually released on bail. And I don't think they really pursued it after that. Well, I, I can't find any record of I them, do least. wonder what the charges are because like it's not like he's stealing his identity in in the conventional way of like taking his credit card numbers or anything like that yeah, yeah. it's it's and it, it just relies on sort of like the assumptions and goodwill of other people yeah so I I, I, I wonder what they would actually charge him with I'm sure he, there's some there are aspects of this that are illegal yeah but like I just don't know 
how you would prosecute it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? Like, just uh, we got you on fucking. I mean, like, I guess like using f- a false name or something. But like, yeah. I don't know if that's illegal unless you give it to cops. Well, like, there is the there is the ma- the matter of unpaid hotel bills. Sure. So <laughs> okay. yeah, I hopefully yeah. hopefully there's, that there's probably that more yeah, than like the identity yeah, stuff yeah, is yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. you're defrauding people. Yeah, but there, yeah. I can't find any like, and I'm you know I'm a crack researcher. I can't find any <laughs> any evidence of these arrests or what happened after that right um, oh that trial would have yeah. been <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome oh man <laughs> yeah just like the fucking like, like the, they probably would show that movie yeah, that like yeah, ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. shitty movie yeah. and then it would be like public and we could all watch it yeah i wish be, they like, would in a court. Oh, can we get so that good. subpoenaed yes uh, do you guys do that do you guys take care of that we can get something subpoenaed let's freedom of information cool. act yeah that. yeah yeah file a foia on that uh, <laughs> So yeah, so uh, that and so he falls off the grid uh, there until 2003, uh, when this is just this is just crazy. Uh, this is one of those things that's like, is this real life or is it reality or a fantasy or whatever? Uh, uh, three years later or two years later in 2003, um, he was caught breaking into the uh, stairwell of his ex girlfriend's house. Joseph Manuela was at an, an apartment building at 240 East 13th Street while dressed in camouflage. Oh my god! Uh, Lou's roommate came home. Manuela sneaked in behind him and stole Lou's wallet, credit cards, Palm Pilot, fax machine, four hundred dollars in cash, and a thousand dollars security deposit check from a third roommate. I don't know what he's going to do with that. <laughs> he's going to pretend to be that guy. Too. <laughs> no bullshit. You're not Tom Jenkins. You're fucking Robert De Niro. Get out of here. <laughs> You've made a mockery of my check cashing spot, sir. Uh, cops said Manuela also took her mattress and some condoms in a twisted attempt, Lou says, to prevent her from seeing other men, which if you take away the condoms in the bed, like, oh no, you can't fuck. You can't have safe sex on a mattress, but yeah. now you just got to broad dog it on the kitchen table. <laughs> like, that's like, you're just setting yourself up for a yeah, worse that's situation. Not exactly. Like now, now that's yeah. what you have to think about yeah. happening. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's like good move, Joe. Uh, but uh, so prevented boring missionary style sex. yeah yeah congrats <laughs> congrats uh now but here's what makes this super duper crazy is that the building that she lived in is the same building that jody foster's character lived in in taxi driver where he goes nuts and runs yeah. in the fucking and starts fucking everybody up and shit like damn same building same dna's <laughs> same dna's matching dna's that's nuts what a bolognese so did he get arrested for this yes okay. now that he got arrested for That's no he good. he eluded police <laughs> <laughs> and a, he was running across the rooftops and he shot a mafia down <laughs> a lot of this is getting mixed up yeah during the san Gennaro <laughs> festival <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now, yeah, he's booked on uh, grand larceny and petite larceny, which that's pretty cute. Petite uh, I'll larceny. Give him, yeah. Aww. Now, and also, the, 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 he's a 53-year-old former firefighter. So, all the, while this was going on, he was a firefighter oh, at one point. That's, so, look, they're the real heroes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Ladder forty-nine. I cry every time. He I contains multitudes. This yeah. guy. <laughs> he's a really complex character. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they tried to reach out to him at his Glen Rock, New Jersey home, and he declined to comment on the arrest or other allegations. Um, Man, imagine looking exactly like Robert De Niro and living in New Jersey. 
Like yeah. you, yeah, yeah. No that's, wonder. Yeah, he that's did why. All this, that's where he stayed. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was his fucking. He like I'm. I know he like did a lot of this stuff on purpose. Like he would go and be like, "Hey, I'm Robert De Niro." But like, if you just look like Robert De Niro in New Jersey, like you do not have to buy beer. Yeah, like <laughs> you go to any bar and just hang out, and like people will will yeah. shower you in alcohol. Yeah, there's people have like I, I've I've heard this. I don't know if it's true that Italian families keep an extra place setting in case Robert De Niro shows up. Yeah, for dinner. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, it's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. you never know just in case yeah <laughs> uh but yeah so that that was the uh that happened now uh it's unclear if manuela knew that lou lived in the same building as foster's character before the couple met although i mean i'm sure he wasn't blind to it uh yeah lou's been there since 1997 the couple met in 2001 in a social occasion where i can only imagine he was fucking playing de niro they were friends for more than a year and they started dating about six months ago that's in the new york post the article is called uh this is good caught in a bickle <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i can't make that up pretty good and uh at this point you would think that this would slow his career and it did not he actually has more imdb postings like after 2003 damn than any time else in his career in fact he got work as late as let's look it up it was it was shocking to me it's definitely in the aughts or late aughts teens i don't know well now like I feel like now you can just get Robert De Niro for your shitty movie. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't need to hire <laughs> he a was lookalike. A dirty grandpa, which I've never seen, but I just imagine is horrible. Like, yeah, I, he's yeah. in Dirty Grandpa and Dirty Grandpa Two. Like That's he doesn't dirty. give a fuck. Like DG Two, Dirty Grandpa's back. <laughs> he will do anything. Oh my God. That that maybe that's why he's like, I want to put this guy out of business. I'm gonna do the fucking wedding. Yeah, like yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, that you know what's so weird about. Uh, that fucking movie is like I, I haven't seen it but I saw the preview and there's a line where they're all screaming about like party till you're pregnant and like there's so Ugh. many jokes about like nutting inside somebody and making them pregnant in the fucking in the, <laughs> in trailer, the trailer in the trailer like it's so weird poor Aubrey Plaza had to oh my God. exuberantly ask for fucking De Niro to dump his fucking Ugh. beef stew <laughs> Pat, why are you like this? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he is in a movie this year. Yeah. Or 2016. He was in a movie yeah. in 2016. Uh, the 79 parts. He played OTB Thug. OTB Thug. That's what's up. That's my rap name. Uh, it means on the I love off track yeah, betting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd been on the brink. Okay. Uh, yeah, he put, well, he put, most of his credits are him playing Robert De Niro. Yeah. Or like he plays a capo in a movie where it's obvious he's yeah yeah like yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah Ma- the, the movie's called mama's trilogy and uh, the font is just killer yeah uh yeah searching for bobby d that's where he plays another fucking robert de niro impersonator and that's just all he does but he still works yeah he still works uh and then is it the final uh, i guess the last noteworthy thing he did uh, is he, uh, him and a guy who's a Joe Pesci lookalike uh, made an independent film called Look Twice. And it's about <laughs> their, their lives, like a, you know, a documentary of them as, uh, as, as lookalikes. And these fucking, they had the gall to submit it to the Tribeca Film Festival, which is owned by Robert De Niro. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. And you, you know, he watches every movie that gets submitted. Sure. Yeah. Um, that's why he looks older than he does. 
goes down and just <laughs> watches movies all day. But uh, yeah, so that gets like it gets caught immediately, and they uh, they get thrown out of the thing, and then Manuela uh, actually fights the release of any copy of the movie because apparently it's just one big evidence file about his impersonation charges. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. It's just like video footage of him committing all this fraud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as his last known whereabouts, he lives in Glenrock, New Jersey, with a uh, Air Force woman, Air Force captain who is a woman man are they i mean are they together uh or are they roommates i think they're together i'm pretty sure they're together it how literally is, says like how female are these, like normal people hooking up with this guy i don't know like at what point do you like you have to forgive a lot where you're like you got this whole weird fucking side of your life where you pretend to be robert de niro right and, go and around like the country robert de niro hates people. you yeah and oh, although that's kind of like if you meet somebody with a powerful enemy you're like okay you're making moves that's true that's yeah. true that's kind of cool uh, what's that? What's that? Yeah. pat who is your most powerful enemy uh my <laughs> most powerful enemy is probably my boss i'm like i have nothing like, i'm not i'm not in the game at all i don't know like places that don't book me they're the most any, anybody with a stage who has anybody a with a stage yeah that's my most powerful doesn't let you on it yeah uh you know what's funny what's the name of that fucking crazy snl writer that lived in austin for a while um and he, he's the, a weirdo dude and he like comes back and does shows every now and then and uh he was on snl and he's just like i don't know i fucking yeah uh, you're not talking about barry sobel yes barry you? sobel yeah he yeah, yeah. for snl yeah oh, i didn't know that yeah for like a season or something i know but. he was like tom hanks's coach on punchline Word. Yeah, yeah, I know he's, he's got, just a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Uh, from what I understand, Tom Hanks like keeps him afloat. That's what Lane was telling me. Yeah, but, yeah. Tom Hanks like subsidizes yeah, his life. Yeah, yeah. That's but, tight. Uh, Barry Sobel. Good for Tom Hanks. Yeah, That's good very for kind him. of yeah, Tom Hanks. He's a nice guy. But Barry Sobel <laughs> uh, hates Michael Monsoor. Uh, and it's it's like <laughs> I guess come? he lived with Michael for a little bit in San Marcos, and then uh, do you try to have? Try, I, try I, something yeah, yeah and, and I, you know, I heard like Mike shut the shit down you know <laughs> like or I don't yeah. know maybe he didn't who knows that's a <laughs> little open showbiz secret Mary yeah. Sobel likes uh, twinky young yeah. men yeah yeah no, like Mike is like a really good kid and he was just like trying to help the guy out and then like later on this dude uh this dude hit up Mike and asked him to book him a show at uh, in like Georgetown during South by. He's like, nobody's going to drive to Georgetown during South by. And like Sobel <laughs> took that as like an act of like a How war dare basically. You? Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So like I, when I first met Michael Monsoor, he was like 22 years old. He's like, yeah, Barry Sobel fucking hates me. And like, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're like, like, that's cool. He showed me some Facebook messages and it was like, they were like heated arguments. Like Barry Sobel fucking hates him. Like, and I was like, you know what, Mike? Good for you. Yeah. yeah. You, you cool. It's cool to have a powerful enemy. Yeah. Well, I, powerful as a mystery. well yeah i mean that guy, a, he's got a the, once powerful enemy yeah, he's got maybe. the full financial force of hanks behind him though so you can't count that out that's true that's yeah. true so yeah that's it that's the, the ballad of joe manuela joe manuela yeah that's i really i urge you all if you haven't yet just go- yeah. google image search this guy yeah. it is it is striking um i mean i i i sort of admire look i get it i don't want to work that's why <laughs> yeah, yeah. i oh, yeah. am trying to make it in stand-up comedy yeah. i working sucks yeah if i looked like a famous person oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would try as hard as i could to use that to my advantage yeah. in avoiding work yeah like fuck yeah <laughs> if it can get you out of work do it yeah if anything can get you out of work do it like that's yeah. always been my advice yeah i mean it it is I feel like a lot of times when you look like a famous person, it's like, okay, well, a lot of famous people are like very attractive. So yeah, like, yeah. okay, you can use that to like be a model or something. Yeah. But if you look like a sort of quasi character actor, sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, sure. Just yeah. like it's uh, somebody looks like a, uh 
shit, what's the name of that actor? The, my dinner with Andre guy. Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, I have a friend who describes herself and she's, she's not, she is, I think she's beautiful, but it makes me laugh so much. She describes herself as looking like a female Wallace Shawn, <laughs> which I think is like the funniest description of, of a person. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. Uh, I wonder if there's like a guy out there who like looks exactly like Wallace Shawn. Oh, who's just like shaking cheap. his fists yeah. like, God. Or maybe he's out there getting cheap hotel rooms and scamming restaurants. Yeah. Banging old ladies, banging, <laughs> banging a lot of experimental theater fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless them. My my final question, I guess, for Joe would be: uh, Do you think after this whole life wears off and he calms down and he settles in with that female Air Force woman lady? Yeah, <laughs> like and they're living in Glen Rock, New Jersey, and he's kind of over it all. Do you think he just walks by the mirror every now and then and stops and looks back? He's like. You talking to me? Yeah, like, he absolutely you know does. He does. He's probably doing that right fucking now. Oh, totally. <laughs> Just in private. Yeah. His his girlfriend's like trying to get into the bathroom. He's like, this is my time. Yeah, Leave me yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, are you talking to me? Are you, are you talking to you? Don't talk. You don't do that to me. I do that to <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the story if, of Joe Manuel. Joe Manuel, if you're listening to this, please, we'd love to interview you. We would love to have you on the show, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to tag your name name your full name misspellings of your name in the show description Hell so you're yeah. this is going to get to you if you have a google alert set up for yourself which i'm sure you do <laughs> <So>. <laughs> all right guys well thank you for turning tuning in uh be sure to uh watch all or watch and listen to all the other shows on body <laughs> tape uh please rate and subscribe you can find us wherever podcasts are shown like google play i like your insistence that podcasts Stitcher. are visual yeah you know, yeah you know you just run with it or run from it man that's where that's that's the direction we're going i see this shit all right uh, theater of the mind theater of the mind yeah theater of the mind all right guys uh you know be safe and don't do drugs and tip your waitress bye bye International.